Okay, so hello and welcome to yet another episode of Candid Conversations with Anshu Arora. So today is a different genre altogether. Today we're talking about how passion breeds wellness. And today I have with me Shivam Chaudhary. Shivam is the founder of Petroheads and he's this was earlier known as the Hoonigan Motorsports. Shivam's company deals with pre-owned premium motorcycles and they've been doing this for ever since 2015. Well, Shivam, I'm so excited, thrilled. I'm pressing the throttle on the show today with you. I'm really, really excited. Welcome, Shivam. You're very, very welcome. Hi, thank you, Anshu, for having me here. It's a pleasure. And uh, we are going to speak about passion and my passion is all about two wheels motorcycles so let's get started wonderful absolutely yes so shivam the first time we met and we were having this discussion i remember you were telling me this very interesting story you talked to me about your cousin who had come from russia and he had this suzuki hayabusa the world famous bike tell me what happened and how did that get you inclined towards uh, biking so uh, motorcycling was always you know a kind of a soft corner or a area of extreme uh, interest for me and uh, my father was also into two wheels and four wheels so you know like we are gonna eventually we were having that kind of interest which was similar so like one fine day one of my cousins who was back from russia after completing his uh, studies came to my place on a Suzuki Hayabusa and the bike is quite famous throughout the world and that was the moment which you know like blew up my mind and I was completely into that motorcycle watching what kind of uh, you know the body shape the bike had and the kind of looks it had tell me how was it was it different from the usual bikes i definitely definitely it was like 100 percent different and huge and it was something on steroids you know like a normal (laughs) motorcycle was given like a lot of steroid shots and (laughs) yeah and then but healthy steroids i'm sure right quite healthy you know like quite fascinating steroids like i remember you told me that it was like three bikes put into one is that is that how kind of yeah 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 it was like we are we are very much uh regularly on the roads watching the Indian motorcycles which are quite you know like you can call it thin or something like that and (laughs) yeah and the moment I saw that bike it was like all muscled up all muscled up all bulged up after taking steroids and like three motorcycles merged into one and the kind of the looks the bike had and the way uh, the meter was there the exhaust and the sweet sound by the machine it blew up blew everyone up you know my sister me my friends who were there my neighbors and everyone (laughs) came out uh, from their houses and everyone started talking about the bike and that conversation lasted like two hours oh man oh man oh man okay okay did you get on to the bike could you could you sit behind your i actually like asked my cousin and my father if i could sit on it so yes they allowed me and uh, like everyone gathered around the motorcycle and asked me to you know like get the bike up Okay. By that I mean like uh, like get the bike up and remove the stand of the motorcycle. Okay, okay. So it was quite a funny story because yeah. my father and everyone uh, was right there uh-huh. and everyone was, you know, like waiting for that awkward moment. <laughs> 
because everyone knew that what is going to happen and I had no idea. And so, you were all of 16 then? I was I was not even 16 then. I was like 15 years old. Okay. Like okay. a stupid kid who wants that motorcycle, but he can't even lift it up from the stand. Oh, okay. So I, I, I sat on the bike and okay. I tried to lift it from the stand, but on the first go, it actually failed. Oh. The try was uh, completely, you know, uh, bonkers. Okay. Then on the second turn, it was about my ego and the, <laughs> <laughs> Did and you the make whole it? thing about, yeah, it, and it was everything about like lifting the bike up now. Okay. and I then there was the second attempt and it failed eventually <laughs> and and then on the third go I said alright Shivam you need to gather all your strength whatever pizza and the burgers you had <laughs> you need to have your you know energy concentrated on one moment which was lifting the bike from the stand hmm. and I tried for the third time and on the third time I pulled it so hardly that I was about to fall on the other side <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my don't tell me you failed this time as well. <laughs> yes, I failed the third time. So my father. Okay, okay, okay. So, so this is this is like truly candid right now. The guy who's running these uh, exclusive bikes around the country now could not put the bike on the stand for three three attempts. Oh yeah, man! Could not lift the bike from yeah, the stand. Yeah, could not lift it up the stand. But tell me now. What was the what was a typical biking trend at that time? So were these kind of bikes already moving about? So at that particular time, uh, the Indian government came up with a new law that when you are 16 years old, you can apply for a learner's license, which means you can ride a two-wheeler, which should be gearless. Okay, okay. And uh, as we are the notorious Indian boys, obviously like just getting hold on to the... Uh, legal learner license meant that we can actually you know ride the motorcycle which we wanted to (laughs) (laughs) but yeah uh, so this is how it all started like I was waiting for that moment and as soon as I was 16 years old I asked my father he helped me throughout the whole process and then we started up with the motorcycling thing Okay, okay yeah and then one fine day I was having a conversation with my father about buying me a new motorcycle okay so he said like do you have the money to even you know like uh, maintain a cycle oh man and you talk about you mean the pocket money yeah the pocket money okay and uh, like the conversation was quite sarcastic and then he said that all right, if I get you a motorcycle would you be able to do the service of the bike oh okay I said I told him I have no idea okay I don't even know how much does it cost and uh, I have none of the ideas related to the Hayabusa because it was something which was not available in India. It was a motorcycle which was imported from Japan at that time, which uh, was done by Suzuki. So, uh, like while in that conversation, my father asked me that, uh, all right, Shivam, so tell me, why do you wear a helmet? Uh Now, Now you have already your legal and again, I stress on the word legal. Legal age. Yeah, legal age. <laughs> to ride your Learner's bike. license. Yeah, yeah. So, how about the helmets? So, he told, I told him that, uh, okay, so we just wear the helmets so that we can, you know, like, evade the cops and evade oh, all that chalan. Save the chalan. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, okay. And, uh, and we shouldn't, you know, like, shell out that hundred bucks. Yeah. Something like that. So, my father said... Like, yeah, you're completely right. And I didn't understand that the conversation was 100% sarcastic. Oh, man. Okay, then late, okay. Like, later on, he was like, you you, you dumb guy. <laughs> the helmets, it's for your head. And I know that there is nothing inside your head. 
it is like completely empty space but dude you need a helmet so that you can save your head when you are taking a fall so that's how i was introduced to everything by my father telling me each uh, telling me about each and everything step by step that why do you wear a helmet why do you wear a glove so he introduced you to the safety aspect yes, of safety riding ex- a bike aspect of the riding uh, thing and at that moment like we were talking about the biking culture at that moment i knew there were like imported motorcycles in the city but i didn't knew the people i didn't knew what kind of community it was and the riding culture was introduced to the children of our age by two of the movies according to me okay. in india okay so one of them was torque okay torque which was yes. a hollywood movie yeah. and uh, torque had all the attention yeah we could see super bikes we could see people you know like suited booted up and riding with their friends and buddies riding on the corners visiting daytona beach and you know like living <laughs> living up to that lifestyle you know like we can see hogs the people who ride harley davidson's wearing their leather jackets yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. biker chicks hanging around with them and uh-huh. everything was so much <laughs> cool and everything uh, so secondly in 2004 or 5 as i remember the other thing which got everyone's attention was the movie by john abram known as uh, doom Oh John Abram yes, yes yes okay on that note i just want to tell you uh, you know i i have a personal memory with john abram and and he inspires people in many many ways so i think the biggest fan that john abram has today is my 12 year old daughter saira and you know when she was uh, 10 and uh, she the only uh, you know she she this is a gift she asked for she wanted to meet john abram and one of my friends had acted in a movie parmanu him and uh, so vikas uh, who played the the role of bhim in that movie parmanu and right. so he got me to me saira his family we we got to meet john abram and Amazing. john was really really kind he gave us about 45 minutes and saira got for herself it, it uh, a memory like, for life it it would have been a gift which every kid would have asked for you have them. no idea he yeah. he told saira come uh, you know because these are little teeny mini 10 year old kids you yeah, know yeah, yeah. so uh, john was very very sweet he spoke to them he signed her birthday card and this Amazing. is not the end you know so yeah. saira's birthday was a few days after we visited bombay right. so when we came back and it was saira's birthday we were celebrating her birthday in the evening yeah. and uh, in the middle of the party we were about to cut the cake and i receive a phone call amazing and the gentleman on the phone was john abram and he said i've called and and i am jumping that i'm receiving a john abram yeah, call yeah, yeah. and uh, he said can i speak to saira i was like oh man this call is for saira i'm sure calm down this is not for you and this guy i mean he's got a heart of gold i've i've really yet to a meter interact with a more humble yeah, human I've, being yeah i have i've heard couple of my friends have bought motorcycles which were owned by john abram yeah yeah so like i've heard like he's a down to earth personality and quite he's a good very guy very affectionate and he's yeah, so he, affectionate he has a pretty good collection of motorcycles so i'm sure he would have inspired the <laughs> you guys your biker community at that time he has inspired a whole generation yes you can say that like and he's inspired a whole lot of those uh, women as well you know let me definitely, tell you how definitely, definitely. the only guy who yeah. the, the only guy all women were crazy about was john abram right and right. i think you guys were crazy about him for different reasons we were bonkers yeah, <laughs> yeah. so okay. 
John was one of those guys who introduced everything and as of my knowledge John is the first person was one of the influencers who was uh, tying up with a motorcycling brand called Yamaha and he was the brand ambassador for the motorcycling brand and he uh, got Yamaha in India there is a gentleman called that. Mr. Sanjay Tripathi uh-huh, okay. who was uh, heading uh, Yamaha at that time in India mm-hmm. he was the guy responsible and John teamed up with him okay. got Yamaha into India and they introduced the first superbike ever the legal first superbike ever of India was the Yamaha R1 Okay. which was one of the bikes was bought by John himself mm-hmm. and then in, even in the movie uh, Dhoom he was using three Suzuki motorcycles and even uh, the fourth one was uh, the Hayabusa it was also Suzuki all of those motorcycles were imported at that time wow yeah wow what a what a time that was so Definitely. when you all were absolutely glued on to becoming one like John Abraham yeah the lifestyle yeah absolutely absolutely okay okay that's very interesting so i want our listeners to know that uh, the first time i met shivam uh, in his bike studio uh, you know he I, i was so fascinated by a handmade artwork on the walls of the studio this artwork was about bert munro and i asked him uh, okay tell me more and i cannot tell you how passionate shivam was when he spoke about bert munro i cannot deprive you of not hearing this from him tell me shivam what is it about bert munro that that triggers your passion in biking so anshu i would like to thank you for bringing up the question because yeah i definitely want to speak something about bert munro <coughs> so mr bert munro uh, i heard about him a lot by fellow bikers and then someone asked me to watch one of the movies one of the documentaries which was made on him okay it was called it was known as the fastest indian okay oh okay yeah so about bud munro mr munro was a crazy biker head just like us okay and he is one of those guys who has inspired millennials i, I could say okay. millions and millions of people okay because that uh, motor head was 68 years old uh-huh. when he made a world speed record on a bike which was 47 years old oh man yeah and at that particular moment he took 20 years just to build that bike up inside his own home that by his bad. own hands that is passion that, that uh, guy actually you know like you can watch it in the movies that he was uh like taking up small things like the wine cork uh-huh. and he was putting up on the engine oil holder part okay. and he was tying shoe laces at the gear part oh man and you know like he was he, he built out the motorcycle from the scratch he took 20 years for it sure sure that is truly truly passion absolutely absolutely agree now tell me when you press the throttle uh, does that positively inspire you what <laughs> happens tell me shivam when you press the throttle what happens so Anshu, I would, uh, I would just like to ask you, like, do you want to know how it feels? Yeah, of course, I want to know how it feels. So I would like to ask you and everyone listening to this podcast to imagine and visualize. Yeah. A dog sticking out his head out of a window of a fastly moving car. Oh, okay. Ca- I know. And the kind of things he feels while at 
the moment is exactly the same what a biker Oh you mean the breeze coming on the, the breeze face coming on and... your head and you know like the sense of freedom and you are like yeah yeah I am the one you're chilling out in this space you know something oh, like that Oh man that's different that's so such a different perspective but yeah you're right I'm sure it's a lot of fun lot of energy but tell me Shivam very honestly on a on a serious note does uh, riding a bike deeply impact your mental well-being in the positive way does it do that so uh, i would like to ask you like according to you who is a good biker so uh, i would i would want all the listeners on this podcast to understand that being a good biker is not just about someone who enjoys speed thrill you know like stunts tech and style and the lifestyle no but uh, along with this it is all about responsible safe riding ah absolutely yes absolutely yes yeah so like when you are on the roads you have to be cautious about yourself your bike and also about the people who are already present on the roads so if you're not paying attention towards the rules and regulations and if you're not paying attention how harmful you can be to others there is no point in calling yourself a biker Yeah. You, everyone needs to understand that being a biker on the road on a good powerful machine would also implement on being a responsible man or a woman on the roads as well sure sure so uh, as we were speaking about uh, the passion part so uh, see anshu i would just like to tell you something anybody who is passion driven can positively influence him or herself and also his company his friends her friends and the people around you so yeah. why why would i say so because we prepare ourselves for uh-huh. it we prepare ourselves uh you mean before a ride or be- a event for anything for anything it can be anything okay we safeguard everything yes we see the safety measures safety part for it yes we also ask others for their experiences oh, and okay. we also try to learn from them you mean if they've gone on that route before or uh, you know any techniques of riding what yeah any techniques of riding or uh, what what which way should we take where should we stop where should we stay yeah then learn from trial and error okay and this trial and error helps you a lot while you're exploring yeah and then when you pros press the throttle for the actual ride after yeah. all these checkpoints and checklists whatever it's inside your head yeah. after that you just whip the throttle and go ahead yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. so anything that is done to achieve a goal and which is done in a planned manner is sure to give you a positive bend of mind absolutely absolutely and that also that, yeah passion is something which would gives you which would give you chills whenever you would think about it yeah there shouldn't be anyone who is pushing you for it right if you have to be pushed in some manner i won't call it passion at all absolutely absolutely yeah. so from the from the start of the day as soon as i open my eyes i am only and only interesting interested about doing something regarding my field my line of work or reading about it or working on it or helping someone through it anything yeah and my day ends in 
the similar manner okay and through this i get to meet a lot of people from almost all kinds of backgrounds absolutely yeah absolutely wonderful thoughts uh, shivam i'm i'm i mean yeah the way you spelled out passion uh, for a biker i think that's really amazing and and i'm very glad that you brought out the safety angle every time you spoke about it now shivam we're we're nearing a wrap and tell me now what there's so many people who follow you on instagram i've seen your biker studio i've seen people always around it i think i've seen a lot of people who come and they aspire to to buy a bike from you or uh, you know they keep checking on things tell me what is it that you want to tell your fellow bikers tell me what do you want to tell your instagram community what how do you want this podcast to help your biker community so like uh when we speak about uh like giving a message to the community and people related to me and the people associated with uh, petroheads so i would just say that please please stay wild like do do yourself like do whatever you like be yourself always and don't let your passion die it can take almost like a month's time maybe 15 days maybe like 10 years to understand your passion but don't let it die at all keep doing all the things one day at a time and i'm 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 promising you this thing that everything would fall into the right place the way you like it if you are following your passion also i would just add up that run the race of life on your own pace don't get influenced by anyone please don't do that like it can be your friends your family someone who is trying to influence your life just out of hatred or whatever whatever thing you know like just just like chuck that just keep doing whatever you love always keep your head up keep hustling and do something for the community or the people around you which would give them and you yourself some happiness if you keep doing that it would give you another hope to live on to your passion for another day and so does the uh, race of life goes on and on and on also i would uh, like to say that i want bikers to be recognized not only for speed and you know cool jackets and stuff like that but also for being responsible because the community is too big and everyone keeps doing something uh which is a act of kindness you can say if a, if a biker a random biker watches someone in stress on the road he definitely stops and does something about it so yeah i want bikers to be recognized in that manner as good nice people and yeah we would like to wrap up this podcast with this uh, line that please stay wild and keep following your passion Thank you Shivam uh, for that closing note and I really appreciate uh, your expression of passion for your biker community. Uh I only know one thing and that's exactly what I want to tell all you bikers tuned in who are all Shivam's pals and you know all of you who are tuned in right now. You know, it's your road. Others can ride it with you but no one can ride it for you. Just remember that following a passion can help you regulate your emotional and psychological well-being. All you have to remember is keep going and just be responsible.
On that note, we are wrapping up this episode of Candid Conversations with Anshwarora. Here today, we talked about how passion breeds wellness. Thank you once again, Shivam. It's been a pleasure having you on my show. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure for being on this podcast. Thank you for inviting me. And I would just uh, say that I was able to inspire the listeners in a positive manner and uh, maybe give a sense of hope and responsibility. And thank you for uh, listening to this podcast. And I wish you all the success in the future. Thank you. Thank you, Shivam. And on that note, see you guys and stay tuned in for our next episode. Thank you.